This is a Wild Gate Production Podcast. Roll them bones! I know you came here to be. Be what you want in the game of D&D. Assassin, halfling, human, or rogue. Just gotta pick up all those dice and let's roll. We're rolling now for real. We're rolling now for real. Welcome to Seaver Die Expert Edition, the first and original classic D&D podcast. Good evening, folks, and welcome to episode 133 of Save or Die, Expert Edition. Tonight, we begin a new segment. Uh, we're calling it Class Act, uh, where, where we take a moment, well, take an episode, and we talk about one of the specific BX classes. Now, there's only by the way, seven. By the way, who are you? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am DM James, and with me is DM Glenn. Hi. Uh, TM Eric is somewhere passed out on a barroom floor, and Vince is diligently but futilely trying to wake him up. Oh, dear. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Glenn's back. Hi. Remember the. Never mind. I'm not going to go into that. Uh, <laughs> How could anyone forget you, Glenn? Uh, Lord knows I try. Uh, <laughs> so tonight we're talking about, we're beginning a new segment called Class Act, where we're going to take an episode. And focus on one of the BX classes, uh, one of the the core seven. Cool. Uh, we're going to open up with Thieves, which was the first class I ever played in a D&D game ever. So uh, hey, I got games? to... Yes. Before we do this, what did you do in gaming this week? You publish anything or you run anything or anything like that? Uh, I actually, yeah, I published uh, today, as a matter of fact, or the day this is recorded, I published a card game, which really? is set... Set in the White Star universe, it's completely independent of the mechanics of White Star, but like all the iconic sci-fi settings have their own in-setting gambling game. So I thought it would be cool mm-hmm. to do that for White Star. Um, I would tell you more, but then I'd probably have to kill you, or our producer would kill you. Oh yeah, I'd like to see that happen. Uh, okay, I will just leave it at that then. <laughs> so tonight we're talking about the thief, uh, and it's a thief, not a rogue. Um, to me, it's always been a thief and we're going to talk about basically, you know, how to take the basic concept of a thief, what to do with it, how to kind of go beyond it, where thieves shine both in and out of the dungeon, discuss some adventure ideas around thieves and how to, you know, if you have a, you know, one-on-one session where somebody or a group of thieves adventures to build beyond the, Oh, you're all in the same guild ideas, uh, thiefy magic items. And then we're going to highlight a, particularly stealthy monster. I think, Glenn, this week we're going to talk about the Invisible Stalker, correct? Uh, yeah, but I can't see him. Well, that's because he's right behind you. Oh, God, uh, Glenn. Oh, my God. Ah, oh, my wallet got stolen again. Dang it. So I think we'll uh, we'll jump right into it. And <laughs> with our topic of the week, uh, which is, as we said, thieves. So, Glenn, tell me about your experience uh playing thieves if you even play them that often and what you tend to do when you play them i've played the occasional thief 
But like every other character or class or race I play, I always try and get the personality hook first and then say, okay, he would be this. Um, and that, and like that personality is what makes them a thief, not they're a thief first. Yeah. Yeah. The last time I played a thief was in Crispy's, um, he was running Castle Amber. Oh, wow. And I was playing a thief. I'm trying to remember his name, but it was basically Hunter S. Thompson as a thief. <laughs> so chaotic neutral or chaotic. Yeah, pretty much. Apt, very apt. Um, uh, and he was, for what, how little he lasted, he was pretty good. Uh, I think he got taken out by a doppelganger. <laughs> one, of, one of the great paradoxes I have found with a thief is the thief is often the guy who's on the front line when things hit the fan. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when a trap goes off or a monster ambushes the party, it's often the right. thief who either succeeded or failed at their ability to notice it. Right. And, yet, and yet in BX, thieves are stuck with a D4 hit die. So it's like when things go south, the thief is often squished faster than the mage because they're right in the line of fire. That's true. This is true. Um, Especially when you're low level and your percentages on succeeding at stuff are ungodly low. You know, 10, 15, maybe if you're lucky, 20%, unless mo it's climb walls. Most thieves, the burglar, the thief, yeah, whatever. Uh, I was going to say the thief rogue, I call them burglars. Um, it was, it's kind of, you're supposed to be relying on your, like, quickness and dexterity and light-fingeredness and everything to keep your butt out of trouble. That's the thing. But, like, at first level, even though the decks of, like, let's say you have a dex of 18 by some miracle. Yeah. You're, you're, that in, you know, BX, that doesn't, it's not like later editions. That generally, in most systems, doesn't improve your chance to use any of those abilities. You can only use so much armor. Unless yeah, you got leather. some kind, unless you got like bracers of defense or something. Yep. Yep. Um, and that's why uh, that's why the ten foot pole was your friend. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it finds traps and I can smack people with it. Uh, I, uh, and also, you know, the thief. I don't think the thief's backstab had really come to four yet in basic, although it was there. It was it was so restrictive. Like you, I, I believe, as it read back in the day, was you had to successfully be hidden in shadows. Yeah. Which really, you weren't usually very good at. You you had a modicum chance of success, but not regularly successful until fifth or sixth level. That's true. So I mean, and then once you got it off, you were exposed. So you better make it good. I was always pretty liberal with my backstab. I I never got as liberal as the later editions, where oh, if they don't, if they can't perfectly defend, then you can backstab. No. I remember the earlier days as a player, and this is one e mostly, but I remember some basic too, where it's like you're in a major battle with a big baddie, say an ogre or a troll or whatever, and it takes the thief half the battle just to maneuver yep. to get that one shot in. Now, I had a DM... It was agonizing to watch as a player sometimes. I had a DM who ran Thieves, and he would import stuff from the first edition Assassin, and what he did with Backstab was it was potentially a kill shot. Basically, he gave monsters a save versus death with a bonus equal to their hit die. Nice. And I was like, and he said, and if they fail that, they take double damage. So that way, the thief could feel like they're actually doing some some stuff. But one of the strengths I think in the thief is, 
once you get to those mid to higher levels, you don't really need much of a weapon. You don't need a spell book. You don't even need a god. Yeah. All of your skills are of your own talent. And that is when I think thieves really, really start to shine. And one of the things in BX that people forget, because at least I forget because I played a lot of later editions earlier on, is right. in BX, thieves are proficient in any weapon. Right. That means you can backstab somebody with a two-handed sword. <clears throat> that would be interesting. Uh, I, my brother and I, my brother is one of them. We were talking about how would you backstab somebody with a, with a large weapon like that. And he was like, well, you clobber him over the head. Or you see it in the movies all the time. Somebody sneaks up behind a guy with a sword and doesn't stab him in the back. He puts it through his ribs. That's right. And I was I, like, that's accurate. On Takos Hammer, Corey's always joking about uh, uh, backstabbing a hill giant with a ballista. Hey. You know, it, if if they can get away with it in a in a in a in a fan movie, why not? And that's yeah. one of those DM fiat rules. And I I, I have to say, I, I would pro as a DM, I would probably allow it just just for the comedy factor. Well, yeah, that's part part of that's part of the joy of being a DM. You can allow stuff like that and just really, you know, enjoy it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Now, now have you, go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. What were you saying? Have you ever had a group that was primarily or all thieves? No, I have not. I played in a, in a thieves guild campaign a couple times. I've done those a couple of those over the years, and they get weird because what happens is one person says, "Well, I'm the hide and shadows guy, and he's the pick locks guy," and they almost turn into this Mission Impossible team, <laughs> um, and it gets really comedic really fast. Um, it, it so it can it's one of those classes that I feel you can have multiples in a group without you got the two guys broke into the place you got the one guy with the crossbow on the roof you got the yep you know, <laughs> yeah. yep and it, and it was a lot of fun because we were all we were all I think we had one guy who wasn't a thief we were all the same class but nobody felt like they were getting stepped on well that's good because I've seen other one class parties where it just does not work oh yeah oh I agree I I think um it can work I, I the only one I've seen that really 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 doesn't work is I've seen one class cleric parties Ooh. and that that fell apart quick yeah um, but one class thief parties can work I think they tend I actually think they work the best because of that diversity uh -huh. um, you know I I I really enjoy thieves for their they're to me the most self-reliant class because you can even backstab with your bare hand if you have to yeah um and and i've seen dms who say well if you're proficient in any weapon you can pick up anything and use it as a weapon which i yeah. think is more apt for a thief than almost anybody else because you know thieves are creatures of opportunity so why right. wouldn't they be able to pick up a bottle or a rock and use it with as much skill as a normal weapon now nowadays with the retro clones i think the best thing that could have happened to basic was labyrinth lord even if you don't use labyrinth lord because you got advanced edition companion which translates the one stuff into basic so you have a better backstab you have an assassin mm -hmm. you have uh, now one thing that always weirded me out i mean this is a bit of a digression but the assassin uh, is subclass of thief in most editions or in, in labyrinth lord it's unclass is assassins get no thief abilities till third level isn't that weird so, I, well, to me, it's like, what do I do? Just hang out in the back and hope my poison doesn't spill? Well, that's like the basic, you know, the clerics don't have any spells at first level type thing. Yeah, every DM I ever played in there let the cleric get, get one spell at first level just so yeah. he wasn't sitting there going, I got a stick and I sit in a shield. Yeah, yeah so while well, you're a fighting priest, yeah. go fight! 
But I've played under DMs who who make you play your cleric with no spell for so long. Like, you have to you have to prove your faith. And I was like, okay, that's a fair argument. Yeah. So, but anyway, cleric is a class discussion for another episode. So, but I apologize, folks. Glenn and I will probably digress quite a bit without without Vince and Eric to to anybody to beat us who's about. listened to any of my shows knows this happens with me. This is true. This is true. <laughs> it's an occupational hazard. So, what um. Now, in BX, it's assumed all thieves are humans. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen people play halflings in BX with a particularly thiefy bent, mm-hmm. uh, particularly given their, I mean, they have a, like, a, what is it, a five in six chance of hiding and being silent in the wilderness. And it goes down to, like, I think a, a two in six in wilderness yeah. and urban environments, which is still pretty good. Because, because halflings usually come off more as, like, mini fighters. I always, it's weird, because I came to BX, before I played BX, I played um, Second Ed. They always read to me, with with the fighterish thing and the wilderness thing, they always read to me like rangers. Really? Uh, it was just a weird thing that went over my brain. But, but... Uh, over here in Menser, let's see, pull out my rule cyclopedia here to balance out all the BX talk. Uh, let's see, halflings, halflings, halflings character classes here we go it should say halflings are the best race in all of D. well son of a gun there it is no <laughs> see told you i don't know about that there's always I, I, there's I always gnomes no uh, there aren't always gnomes you know see that's one thing you have in common with mike uh what my hatred of gnomes yes oh you know mike's mike's a smart guy yes Thing. If you, yeah, in that, not in everything. No, that's true. He he is anti single save, which 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 is where one of our, our major disagreements. I can go with five saves. I can go with single saves. It doesn't. A, a single save is what is up. Oh uh, well, you know that old swords and wizardry thing. Another retro clone. I don't have time to play. Uh-huh. Uh, death. Yeah. Um, special experienced. Uh, do, 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 woodland, yeah, they got a lot of woodland abilities mm-hmm. in here. They got the woodland ability. They got the bonus with ranged weapons. Yeah. But again, we're we're digressing into other classes. Well, we're... that's okay, but because because as far as I'm concerned, you know, you go back to once again Tolkien. You know, Hobbit is a burglar. But you know what's thing. funny? If you go back and you read the Hobbit, mm-hmm. um, Bilbo, I think, only successfully picks one pocket in the entire book, and he never picks a lock. Mm-hmm. He never finds a trap. He never backstabs anybody. And he's real. He's, call, he's called a he's called a, a a burglar or a thief, and he 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 didn't even successfully pick the troll's pocket. He goes to pick the pocket, and the the purse is cursed and screams when he grabs it. Yeah. Bilbo, and this is something people forget that thieves are good at, but technically any class can be good at. Bilbo is good at talking his way out of a situation. He talks his way out of the trolls with Gandalf's help. He talks his way out of the thing with the dragon. Yeah, because everybody, I mean, everybody thinks that kind of thing is for, like, bards, you know. No, no, it doesn't uh, have to be. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're right. They're they're very good at that. So, now, people, you know, Dungeons & Dragons and, and BX, you know, naturally you think dungeons are where, where thieves are going to shine. And to an extent, they are... They, they seem necessary, but I have often found that groups are the quickest to go into a dungeon without a thief. Right. Um, and I think that is because if it's locked, we'll break it. Mm-hmm. And if it's trapped, there's the cleric spell, find traps. Although most of my groups, they always seem to go in without a cleric. 
Really? Oh my god, my groups yeah. are terrified. And, and, and so I, I don't mind going in without a cleric. I just like corner the market in the village of healing potions. Well, see, that my my games tend to be pretty low magic, so that you don't have many people selling healing okay. potions. And so ho you hopefully, gotta... there isn't anything we have to turn in there. Oh, well, that's the deal. Oh, you guys aren't bringing in the cleric. Let me change half these monsters to undead. Oh, they're yeah. undead goblins. Oh man. <laughs> also, one thing people forget about undead: most undead are completely silent. That's true. That's something you got to remember. And thieves can detect noise. Yes, um, they can. Which I had a house rule: whenever you were a thief with detect noise, uh -huh. I used that as a as a role automatically to avoid being surprised. Yeah. Um, because you know you have those sharp senses. And when when I when I run thieves, if you were to say to me, I look in the door frame along the grout for a trap, I would give it to them automatically because they're a thief and they were very specifically stating where they were looking. Good. Um, because it sucks to be like, oh, make a roll, oh, you failed, you 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 stay. When I was when I was back back in the day, when I was playing A D and D or D and D or whatever. Uh, they'd always do the trap thing, and it's like, okay, you you uh, you disarm the trap, or you uh, pick the lock, or or. But it was all, these days when I place up with somebody, it's always the thief goes up. Okay, I disarm the trap, and he roll it, and the guy look at the DM look at him. It looks disarmed. Yeah, it looks disarmed. <laughs> You, you will are, never tell them whether it yep, is or not. You are 100% sure that it is no traps here. There are no traps, yes. <laughs> and then want to catch it like every third or fourth time, want to catch him. Oh, yep. And then and then, uh, the last thief I played, um, I love playing thieves. Uh, I played a thief who was the consummate professional. Uh -huh. He joined the party. He got an even, he got a cut of the treasure. He said, I am a professional. I do not fight. That is why you hire swordsmen. I am not a swordsman. And when that. when combat started, he pulled out his cloak of elven kind. He moved to the back of the party and he hid. Yep. And he was he was not he was very very good at his job. And the party did not like him because one particular instance we have, and this is hilarious, the party got ambushed by a bunch of hellhounds, and our two fighters in the front were dropped in the first round. Wow. It, it was like. It, TPK was eminent. And so the DM looked at me and said, what are you doing? At this point, I got my hands on a ring of invisibility. Oh, boy. So I said, all right, I put on my ring of invisibility, and I moved to the back of the party. And they're like, what? You jerk. And I'm like, uh-huh. So the, the next round comes. Our third fighter drops. We've only got a party of seven people. Um, so I'm at the back of the party by the door we just came through. Comes up to my action. What do you do? I step through the doorway. I close the door, and I begin hammering pythons into the door frame. Yeah. And they're like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm making sure I live. Yeah. And that character ended up ended up being the only party member to survive. Not that encounter, but my DM ran Castle Ravenloft, I6. Ooh. And we were in the crypt at the bottom with all the whites beating the snot out of us. Uh -huh. And the party did not know that I had pilfered a ring with one wish. Wow. And I put it on and I said, I wish to be home and free of the curse. And I disappeared. And what nobody knew was they kept sending the thief up to open chests and check uh -huh. for traps and examine treasure. And I was skimming 10% off the top the whole campaign. Wow. So I retired at seventh level with 50,000 gold to my name. And they were like, you're a jerk. And I was like, I never sold you out. I never lied to you. I never betrayed the party. And they were uh -huh. like, you're still a jerk. And I'm like, yes, I am. Because I'm a thief. <laughs> and the, the, the fun thing about thieves, the, the point I'm trying to get at my long meandering ways. That's okay. Thieves. 
thieves are not necessarily good guys, uh-huh. but just because you're not a good guy doesn't give you free license to betray the party. And, no. and I've seen so many thieves do that, who put like, oh, I want to, I want to, I want to steal his stuff. Why? Because I'm a thief. Well, that's stupid. If you steal the fighter's gold when he wakes up in the morning, he's going to bash you in the face with a broadsword. Yeah. Or the wizard's going to cast sleep on you and cut your throat. And it's the old like, if you're an evil. If you're an evil character, you know, when when the chips are down and you guys are stuck somewhere, are you going to be evil then and steal stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, no, you're, you need you're gonna... these guys to survive. You need these guys so yep. you can survive. Evil people can be evil, but be pragmatic about it first. Right. That's what they call lawful evil. Um, I, I think even any even chaotic evil. Okay, I need these guys to live so I don't die is beyond alignment to me. True. True. You know. Chaotic evil does mean horrible and violent and you know terrible, but it certainly doesn't mean stupid. There's a lot of there's a lot of characters that are considered thieves as a class, but aren't really. Oh, absolutely, like Bilbo. I don't think he was a thief. Uh, people who are like say jugglers and things, you mm-hmm. know, entertainers, they could be considered thieves. I noticed a lot in a lot of editions. If they're you know the the arbitrary NPC who's important gets statted as a fighter, and I often think it's better to stat them as a thief mm-hmm. because fighters have an extraordinary amount of hit hit points, and thieves do not, which is more indicative of somebody who is to me a noble who's had a lot of training. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they. Maybe you could ignore the pick locks and find or move traps. But what's to stop you from replacing that with something that mimics charm person or granting a leadership bonus and giving them almost a bardish quality? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that's a very cool way to 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 take the thief in a different direction and, and make it more broadly applicable. I, I'm all about tweaking classes as long as it doesn't you know ruin your game to suit the style of character people are playing and BX with its loose rule system certainly allows for that. Okay, how about this? Uh, what is the stuff that thieves usually go for as far as, like, equipment goes? I mean, there's obviously lockpicks and ropes and things like that. Um, is there anything in particular your characters wanted off the top just because it's their profession and it comes in handy? This is going to sound a ten foot pole, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Um, and I always would pay the. I say to the DM, "Can I pay double price so I can put a hinge in the middle?" Oh, very nice. So I can just fold it down and carry it like a staff. Um, so because ten foot poles are awkward. You, know, you ever moved a ladder? That's like moving two ten foot poles. Yeah, I'd ask him to make it telescoping. <laughs> See, and I never went that far. But then again, you know that that could be a gnomish invention. Yes, it could. Um, I believe it or not, was always big on buying a large bag of marbles that is not a that is not a crazy thing because you can throw them down a hall you can drop them behind you when you're running away they're cheap versions of caltrops uh marbles were good um i would often buy a bag of or i wouldn't even buy a bag of fireplace ash fireplace ash smack somebody in the face with that idea if you, if, let's say you're in a backstab position, and we were just discussing how thieves don't do damage properly with backstab. You backstab somebody with a bag of fire ash, they're probably going to be blinded. Congratulations, you just cast the equivalent of a second level spell. I like when you, I like when you take tools that aren't meant to be something, but you make them something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like weapon, they're not exactly weapons, but you can use them as them. Oh yeah. In, oh yeah. In a, in a pinch, like say uh, 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 a hatchet. Yes. Or, or yes. something like that. I used to play, when I played Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, I had a dwarf who was a dwarven engineer. 
and uh, I picked that dwarf specifically to be an engineer because he, he part of it they give you stuff at, right off the top you know you have your equipment and this he came with like a bag of like chisels hammers measuring equipment things all this stuff that an engineer would use and it's like oh is he going to be an engineer yeah but if he's you know fighting a bunch of orcs in a room and he, his 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 weapons break he's going to start throwing chisels at him and hitting him with mm -hmm. hammers and you know yeah there's more weapons you know, it's more weapons um i'm big on um spikes Iron spikes. spikes, because you can shim doors with them. They can serve as an emergency dagger. Um, they're cold iron. They are unwrought yes. iron, which means they can affect Fey. Yes, I have a monk, I have a monk in a fifth in my one of my fifth edition games that has a bow staff. One end is silver, one end is iron. Ooh! So he gets it either way. <laughs> That's nasty. Um, but yeah, the, the big thing with the thief is, is uh, to me, as far as equipment and ability, think sideways. Um, yeah. I would um, often buy multiple outfits, not necessarily expensive ones, but oh, this is the kind of an outfit a farmer oh, would wear. The, the disguise thing. Yeah, well, and, and because they didn't do disguise in BX, I would just buy different outfits and say, hey, I'm dressing up like this. Today, I put some yeah. chalk dust in my hair, and from a distance, I look like a bent old man. Right. And the DM would be like, okay, or no, not really. They would notice that. And okay, sure. But, you know, thieves are thieves because they rely on being clever. So as a player, you should try to be clever, and as a they, DM, you should give your, give your players opportunities They to be live clever. by their wits. Yep. And yep. Uh, there's one item I always include, thief or not, there's one item I always... At, they say, well, what do you want when, you know, like, as far as mundane stuff goes? Mm -hmm. usually, usually I play with people. It's just, okay, first level, everybody gets what they want, and then whatever money you roll, that's what's left over, and then you have to buy it from then on. Mm -hmm. And I would always ask for a jar of bear grease. Grease? Bear grease. Why? Because it's a flammable. Well, for one. And it's like, what's bear grease? I said, well, it's whatever you want. I mean, it's probably a jar of grease from a bear. But it's mm -hmm. flammable. It's real slippery, mm -hmm. and uh, I can think of a lot of uses I could uses I could do that. If I hear see people, if I see monsters coming, and I spread that all over the ground, and I'm going to leave, you know, it's yep. it's all it's like the bag of marbles. Yep, it's the it's, same it's, thing, or caltrops, yep. or whatever. One of the other things you can do it is what I've always allowed thieves to do. Um, you have find and remove traps. What to say? You can't use that to set traps. That's right. You get ambushed by monsters. Why not ambush the monsters? If you're a thief, scout ahead. Okay, they're up there, guys. There's two of them over here. There's three of them over here. They've got this, this, and this. You know, I mean, thieves, by nature of being a thief, that means you go out and get. You know, so as a thief, you know, try to be proactive. And you know, what's, an, and you know, what's the next score? There's really nothing to say that the thieves can't use ranged weapons. No, they can use any weapon. Mini, mini crossbows as holdout weapons? Or, or I had a, I knew a guy who played a thief who carried around a heavy crossbow. Wow. And he, well, exactly. Well, why? Well, I fire it once and then I drop it because I'm not going to spend two rounds reloading it. Right. Um, and his idea was that first shot's usually a backstab and then he would poison the weapon. Uh -huh. So he's opening up with this high damage weapon that's got a long range. It's poisoned. And if they're not noticing him, he gets backstabbed. So he could, in theory, open up and do, you know, Potentially like 20 points of damage right off the bat. Yeah. And you know, 
that first shot is always kind of special. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a backstab or not, because that's the one where they go, whoa. It's it like it's like tone. shock. It's, yeah, it sets the, it's like shock and awe. Mm-hmm. Because remember we were talking about before the show about uh, black powder versus other stuff? Yes. Because, because like they said, early black powder weapons, there were more noise and flash <laughs> than anything else, but it would scare the hell out of people. Yes, it would. Yes, and it so would. And so if you got a big old weapon that does that once and they're, everybody's, you know, they're getting ready to load their pants, that's a good thing. You know, you then, time to reload the crossbow. Then you or, wait. Then I mean, you have the rest of them wait in. I just thought of something. The heavy crossbow idea. Yeah. What if everyone carried a heavy crossbow and the thief just said, all right, hand me the next one. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, there, there's fun stuff like that you can do. You know, my big thing with the thief is unless I'm backstabbing, I try to stay out of melee because mm-hmm. D4 hit die is, is rough. Yeah, I'm, I'm back here with the mage. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm back here with the mage. Or, or if you want to guarantee that hide in shadows, look at the mage and be like, hey, buddy, hit me up with an invisibility. Yeah. You know, or... One Makes of the, we had backstab a, a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Or um, can you cast silence 15 feet? No, don't cast it on me. Cast it on this rock that I'm carrying. Yeah. So then you can, if you know there's an enemy spellcaster up ahead, have the thief carry that rock right up to the enemy mm-hmm. because the thief's going to be silent because the rock's quiet, and then he just sets it down and then right. goes back. And then he gets his crossbow. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, these are about being clever. Yes, and they could use scrolls. Yes, I think it's at ninth or 8th level, yeah, they can start using scrolls. Um, um, I think this was 2E, but I'm not sure if it was basic, but um, I had... A I know thief, in Labyrinth World they can use scrolls. I, I had a thief who could use spell. You know, there was there's some systems, like, they can use start using, like, lower-level spells at certain levels. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one who had the command spell. You know, one-word mm-hmm. command... And I saw I saw this this uh, I think it was a, a gnome getting ready to, to do something, and I had my my cohorts on either side of the hall hide yourself, you know, just out of and the thief the the other guy saw me and put up a wall of fog, and it's okay because I took time to remember where he was, and fortunately I rolled initiative good enough where I went like pretty near the front, mm-hmm. so I ran up to him and these are all people with ranged weapons i ran up to him i put my finger in front of him pointed my finger towards the hall and said leave and he had to do it and he's like he ran the gauntlet i am my wife used to play a thief and she had a she asked the gm if she could trade out and instead of, I forget what she gave up for it. I can't believe the name it. was climb walls. She said, instead of climb walls at like 80% at first level, can I trade that out and not be able to climb walls and have that for used scrolls? Wow. And the DM amazingly approved it. Wow. She ran around pretending to be a wizard. <laughs> and it was glorious. And the DM said, well, all right, you can also use wizard magic items at one half your base percentage. So she'd whip out wands and she'd whip out scrolls and she dressed with a big pointy hat and the robes. Wow. And then people got really freaked out when she pulled out a sword, <laughs> um, which was awesome. But it was one of the best thieves I've ever seen played. Wow. And she even called herself Roella the Great, you know, and <laughs> just did all kinds of crazy mess. 
um, which, you know, thieves and magic items, there's your bread and butter. Yeah. People are like, oh, I want boots of Ovenkind. I don't want boots of Ovenkind. You know what I want? Boots of speed. Yes. Double my movement, double my attacks. Gauntlets of dexterity. Gauntlets of dexterity. Uh, gauntlets of missile snaring. Yes. Oh, gosh. Um, those are those are one of my favorites. Or they, what are they? The gauntlets of concealment where you can make a weapon disappear into it? Wow. You know, there, there's there's all kinds of fun items you can think of for a thief that aren't normally thought of. Right. Um, of course, your classic bag of holding. Um how, what's a, what's a bag of holding hold like a five by five room worth of stuff? Something Pretty ridiculous. Much. Yeah. Okay, fill that up with marbles or ash or grease and just start dumping it out. Mm-hmm. You know, or something that's highly you know the grease it's highly flammable. And, you sneak it's up. A, and it's like a fraction of the weight. Mm-hmm. It like never changes. It's like always like five or ten pounds. You know, yeah. the weight never changes. I had a character with a hat of holding, and it was on it was on a trigger word, and some some stupid brute tried to take it take his hat and look in it and he did the trigger word and he got an anchor in his face oh nice <laughs> one of the one of the more clever uses i saw this wasn't even a magic item we were all level enough to where the wizard could cast continual light Ooh. so the, they, they took like a week and the the wizard cast continual light like seven times on these like little copper coins yeah very the, good the thief then had them cast in ceramics because we were going into a dungeon where monsters were affected by sunlight. And the thief would throw them down and basically made flash grenades. Uh-huh. I was like, wow, that's clever. That is clever. You know, and that's, that's you know, a homemade magic item. That is a homemade. Yeah, it is. You know, and it cost them nothing because the wizard just had to take a week and cast these spells and it's done. And I was, they were going off to face off against drow and they mopped the floor with those drow. And then they took the drow's poison, and the thief had drow poison. There you go. You know. There you go. Okay, what else can we lie about? Um, um. <laughs> we did the magic items. We did the the you know theory discussion, all that. Uh, what about monsters who have thiefly abilities? Uh, well, drow. Drow. You know, they they, they are naturally stealthy. Um, you know, we talked about the invisible stalker, which to me is your classic. Yeah, uh, shadow elves. Uh, shadow elves, yeah. I, like you, I don't know a whole lot about them. I know they're all shadowy and elfy. Uh-huh. Um, I've never actually read the gas on shadow elves. I'm a bad person. Um, halflings, obviously, have, have a natural thief element. Oh, yeah. um, I don't know if it's in BX, but the creeper was always one of my favorites. Creeper? Um, yeah, it was like this little like hooded, long-nosed monster that had like high stealth abilities and was very strange. I think it was a late 2E monster. Let me grab my... Yeah. Let me grab... One of my many BX games around here. Let's see what else we have that's thiefy. Um, um, there's a couple of monsters that like you wouldn't think of as being stealthy that are stealthy. Like I think Death Knights can cast darkness. That's weird. I mean, so think about that. And if undead are perfectly silent, imagine a Death Knight you don't see coming. There's stuff like Edder Caps and other Fey. Edder caps scare the pants off me because I do I do not like spiders like at all uh-huh. like I, I scream like I scream like a you know like a two year old little girl and run away. Yeah. So you know edder well, caps. Edder caps are more like um, evil brownies. No, edder caps are like the, the 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 really tall things with like the spidery heads. Well, not according to the creature catalog here. Okay, maybe I'm thinking of the two E version. Probably, but these it's like. Edder caps are like the flip side of brownies. Okay. 
I always thought those were red caps. Uh, I could have. You, you know, you're probably right. They are red caps. I just don't have my glasses on. Um, also, there are yes, monsters they, that, that... Yes, they are that, red caps. You're right. Okay. There are monsters that lend themselves to being thieves very easily. My mind, um, shout out to Liz, is the kobold. The kobolds kobold. are qu they're quiet. They fight dirty. Mm -hmm. They're master trap makers. They're small, hard to see. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and they, they use... They, again, they think sideways. My favorite thing is to do a kobold dungeon where the, where the roof stops at four feet. You know, or the traps never go off, and it's something that will affect anything under three feet or under three feet tall. Huh. So, like a gout of fire shoots out five feet over. So the kobolds never affected. Yeah. Um, things like that. Basically, the neat thing about a thief is almost any monster can be a thief. You know, uh -huh. you just have to say, well, they're stealthy. Yeah. And then you can pick and choose and apply the thief abilities to them. You know, and. You know, thief, yes, you, you know, they're thieves, damn it. But anybody can learn to be clever and learn to be stealthy. You know, I've seen right. people, I've seen giants who are thieves. They're not, they're hiding shadows and sadly isn't that good. But when they backstab with a boulder, it hurts. Ouch. You know, a stone giant standing against this, a mountainside. And he's gray, he's gray like stone. You're not going to see him. He whips that boulder at you. That's right. And you, you also know. have the avians. Uh, oh, variations, yeah. All kinds of birds who like to steal stuff and. I believe or, har I believe harpies have a thief streak streak in them. I think they do. Um, lizard men come to mind because you know the whole hiding in the the murky waters kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. You know, there's 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 nothing wrong with with adding a little thiefy element to almost any class. Another one people forget about. What's that? Bug bugbears can move silently. They got those big padded like bear like feet. You're right. They got you the, know yeah bugbears and uh, occasionally gnolls. Yes, occasionally. Gnolls are usually a little savage, but I, I've... No, they, no, they're gnolls, almost a more assassin bent. Uh, oh, here's one. A giant magpie. Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, I just looked through Creature Catalog. I just saw magpie, normal and giant. Yeah, so all of a sudden some bird's taking a, a ring away from you. What, you know, what flying if, what away if with it. a giant bird, what if the magpie is trained? That'd be a great tool yes, for a thieves' guild. Yeah, for a thieves uh, guild. That, or any kind of like, say, a wizard's familiar. They're always training, mm -hmm. training them to do stuff like that. Yep. Very, very true. Yeah. Um, and uh, Nagpas. <laughs> um, they're mostly magic, but, you know, they can do that too. But, yeah, there's tons of, tons of, uh, tons of creatures in, you know, the, the monsters that you can just go to town on the thiefly aspect. Yeah, just just think what's clever and stealthy, and how do I apply it to this monster? Yeah, you know, and and you know when a monster says average intelligence, that's average human intelligence, and the average human learns to survive, learns to be clever. It does. You know, you know there there is nothing wrong with surrendering and then stabbing your opponent in the back. That's right. <laughs> that is absolutely right. You know, and I'm even, a big even, believer in that. Even vampires can be doing this. Oh, especially vampires. Could you go, imagine a vampire go, 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 in, go in his mist, take what he wants, and go out his mist? Well, yeah. here's a question. Here's a question for you. Vampire drains, what, two levels on a bite? Something like that. One to if, two you're a if you're a vampire thief, do you get backstabbed for four levels? Wow. Think about that. That's a terrifying concept. I just went from fifth level to first level because thief. I never use regular vampires in my game. 
I, I usually don't don't do the level since, draining thing. Well, ever since I found the creature catalog and Nosferatu vampires. Oh, they, I have to look at those. They do not drain levels. They drain blood. You will lose hit points. I mean, major hit points with those guys. They're a lot deadlier than a regular vampire, as far as I'm concerned. Really? I have to yeah. look at those, because I haven't looked through my catalog in forever. Yeah. Oh, please do. Um, and use the later use the later edition. Uh, oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, you know. I like the cover for the early one better, but the later edition has better info in it. And, it, and it's also, you know, alphabetical. <laughs> which makes... Well, yes, there's that. Yeah, they did that Osric, of all things. You know, they did broke about down by species. But then they I, put I, but then they put an A disease index in the front, so that's okay. Okay, well that's the, there's some point of reference, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, another thing you can do as far as stealthy monsters, you mentioned earlier, wizards familiars. What do wizards usually have familiars? Cats, that's, rats, that's bats, ravens. Those are the ravens. occasional the occasional monkey. Which usually fits pirates, uh, but they they they're known for that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And oh, what oh. you know, you talk about wizards being able to cast spells. A first level wizard finds a scroll with a fine familiar spell on it. There What's you go. to stop them? Yeah. And there aren't there wizards with invisible stalkers, servants. I think it's a higher level spell, like a fifth level spell. But I think it, you can summon a, an invisible stalker. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, it's it, thieves it, plus magic equals heap nasty quick. Yeah, uh, you know the 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 it's boundless what you could do with with the thiefly skills. Yes, yes, and 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 they should be treated that way. I, I've seen many DMs who are like, well, hiding shadows can only be used for this. You know, moose only can only be used for this, and I, and I find that to be. I understand the GM's trepidation and not wanting players to run ramshot. But literally, that's all the thief has is those abilities. And at low levels, they're not very skilled at them. So give them a chance no, to do right. awesome. No, you're right. You're right. Absolutely. Um, but uh, man, I'm out of thiefly. I'm I'm out of my I'm out of my thiefly abilities right now. I can't steal anything out of books. I was saying, I think we've stolen about them all. Yeah. Well, you know, we screw the other guy and pass the savings along to you folks. So. <laughs> We do, but we take our cut off the top first. That's always just like an agent. Gotta pay the, gotta pay those guild dues. Yeah, and that's another class, agent. <laughs> they steal ten percent off the well, top. That's the other thing. You can use thieves guild to drive entire oh, campaigns. Yes. Oh, I've done. I've seen. I can't that. believe we didn't even touch on guilds. Oh my god. Well, Here we hey, go. We, we we've done it before. I I mean I've done it. I've I've been in games like that. I know at least one big quest that was started because one of the thieves. The thief in our probably show up in a town we didn't know he was persona non grata. Mm -hmm. And the head well, of the Thieves Guild kidnapped him and us and brought him to him. He says, okay, you will do this thing. And yep. if you do it successfully, I'll probably let you come back into town. Yeah, or, you know, a thief comes into a new town, steals something from somebody. Uh -huh. The person doesn't notice, but maybe another thief in the room does. Let's say you have a pickpocket skill. Ooh. I would argue that another thief who has a pickpocket skill might be able to use that same percentage to notice you doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, so then he reports you to the guild. The guild comes knocking and goes, hey, we want our cut. And oh, by the way, you need to join the guild or you're going to have problems. And then your stuff is sanctioned. Right. And, and while that's giving the players a bit of a stick, it's also creating a bunch of plot hooks. The guild doesn't always have to be that harsh about it. No. But I mean, they are... The the fantasy equivalent of the mafia. Yeah, well, that's they what are I was organized saying. crime. 
the, the Costa Nostra or the, the whatever you want, the triads. The triads, the Yakuza, the Costa Nostra. Yeah, Yakuza, whatever, yeah. Yep, yep, whatever you want to call it. I mean, that's basically what they are. They are organized crime. Yeah. So if you're a very skilled thief and you come into their town, they're going to want you to work for them. As a matter of fact, they're probably going to make you work for them. And you're not going to, you might not like it. Yeah. You know, there's the, and, and they have their, you know, they all, they all have their specialities. I mean, there's the Beggar's Guild and, you know, that kind of thing, too. Well, and then you can get into the politics of different guilds. What if two different guilds are warring for the same crime elements? That's true. You know, I, I ran in a, I played in a game once where we had a super high level thief, and everyone in the group had actually founded a town. Uh-huh. And it was open that you had to pay dues to the, everyone who lived in the town had to pay dues to the thieves guild. Wow. Or otherwise, the thieves guild would come rob you. However, if anyone ever robbed you and it wasn't a thief guild member. Uh-huh. Well, they robbed you. It clearly wasn't a thief guild member because everyone's paying their dues. The entire thieves guild would go kick the snot out of them. Oh wow! So the town literally had a guild on the payroll, <laughs> and I think that's genius. Yes, it is. You know, it, it, so I mean, you can do so much stuff with thieves guild. And thieves guild don't just have to recruit thieves. You know, wizards have all kinds of useful stealthy abilities. Uh, hired goons; those are called fighters. And there's yeah. all kinds of, of gods to... They're called mercenaries. Stealth. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and you, you have, have clerics, which, you know, have gods of stealth and chaos and money and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what's not... Make sure you have the blessings of those gods before you go off on a big job. Oh, You're yeah. going to want that. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you can, you can use a thief skill to drive an entire campaign, an entire group of, of party members who don't want to be your traditional save-the-world heroes and want the opportunity to be bastards. Right. Yeah. So, and, and that's that. not the way I tend to play, but there's nothing wrong with that. Go nuts. Oh, yeah. You know? So, now, now I think we might... We anything else left? That's about it. All right. I think, I think, uh... I think we've, uh... There's nothing left in the, in the, the money pouch there. No, no, we got it all stolen by them damn invisible stalkers. The gnomes. Oh, the gnomes. Yeah, I'll leave my gnomes alone. Well, yeah, they're thieves. Oh, so. they're good gnomes. Uh, yeah, they're thieves, so, yeah. I hire them. Yeah. I get a cut. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think that will uh, bring this episode of Save or Die Expert Edition to a close, Yay. folks. Do we have any email or anything we want to shout out? Like we, email we, address? We, we are trying to, we're having some snafus and some, some technical difficulties with the email stuff, huh. but we're hoping to get that resolved real soon so we can get folks emails and start talking about them on show and all that kind of good, good stuff. Good idea. So, so please keep sending emails. We will get to them. Um, What's and we the email apologize. address? That's, um, well, that's what I'm asking. Do we have an I email don't, address? I, 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 we we kind of don't because the way the email is set up right now is... Um, it's 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 weird. It's very okay. Well, you, okay, because you're telling people to send in emails. Where? <laughs> I think it's on the website. I think the email on the website. We we're trying to get the stuff forwarded from it, but there's Save, been some yeah. technical difficulties. Yeah, uh, I believe saverdiento at gmail.com, I think is the email address we're still able to use. I yeah. don't know for sure. Uh, take a look at uh, saverdiento.info. Vince is going to edit the heck out of this. Oh heck, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, heck yeah! Or or he may not, and just like. Let us stew in our own juices. Let, let us stew in our own messes. Yeah. That's what happens when you let the inmates run the asylum. Pretty much. <laughs> so, so next time, we're coming back. We are hope to have a few other people, maybe Vince, maybe, I don't know, Eric or Crispy. 
we're gonna get somebody else on here to add to the chaos because uh, this this is what happens when you leave the two of us alone. Now Julie will be available. We can get her back too. Oh, that would be great. Julie's good for the history stuff. Yes, yes. The episodes with Julie were always very good and very entertaining, and she's passionate and an awesome gamer. So well, I, I would welcome anyway. her presence. She doesn't yeah. play anymore. Oh, she hasn't played for decades. Oh, we need to fix that. She's gone, she's, she's gone on on to bigger and better things. Oh, no, no. There, are, there is nothing better, or b- bigger or better than, than your high-level thief. Yay. At least in their own mind. Yay. So. Uh, but, yeah, okay. Well, until next time. Until next time, folks, this has been DM James. DM Glenn. Have a good evening. Good night, everybody.